Welcome back, baddies. We got Drew Wells here. Unfortunately, Looper is not with me, and neither is Micah. Micah's serving suspension number two, so he's been suspended <laughs> from the podcast, Sean. We've got Sean Green at the microphone, oh, yeah. everybody. So if you're not ready, and if you have children listening, you want to turn this off, take it off, take it off, put it on headphones, because we do have an E next to ours. I, I, actually, I don't know if we've got an E next door. E, I'll keep it E not. for everybody. E for everybody. E for everybody. So, yeah, just that that's a warning. I feel I've warned them. Now, what they do with I'm that. I'm a saint. I'm a saint. That, what they do with that is theirs. So, I'm here's the deal. Mike has been suspended from the podcast for two podcasts. For what? Uh, he was suspended because he's not he's not reliable. He's not trustworthy. Sometimes, not trustworthy. <laughs> Fact. He's Fact. not reliable. He's not reliable. So, we're supposed to record on Tuesdays uh-huh. at 730 and if he's too tired, if he's got workout, if he's got, you know, he's got to make up for, for what happened the day before. I mean, honestly, I, I can step in. I mean, I look better than him. I yes. smell better than him. Yes. I talk better than him. Yes. Um, I'm just an all-around cool guy. So, so Micah, you're fired. You're fired. It's bro. official. You're fired. We got this. Boy, if he never comes back. All right. So, Sean, here's what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to be loose with this because the idea was, that is, you said, you know, what do you want to talk about? Because we don't want to make you look foolish. We don't. And so, so here's the deal. Let's talk about some things that you do care about. A so, lot. It's a lot I care about. So there's a lot you care about. So talk to us about how, how important, how valuable shoes are. Oh. <laughs> we're going to have a conversation. It's great. It's great. Uh, shoes, I, I feel like shoes make every outfit amazing like you could probably have the wackest outfit and then your shoes just kind of turn up matter of fact my wife when i met her she said the first thing she looks at is a guy's smile and his feet if he had dirty feet she wasn't fooling with him that was it that was it that was it so uh growing up um i was the kid who had the okay nikes it wasn't bad it wasn't it wasn't great you know what i mean my mom wouldn't spend that money so like it was a pay less nikes uh, no, nah, it was like the rack room. The rack, <laughs> the rack room, the shoe shows, uh, uh, or the ones that was below the Jordans in the shoe store. Right, you know what I mean? right. They so, looked, they looked like they Jordans, fly, but they, they weren't Jordans. They're clean, but they wasn't like heat. You know what I mean? Like, so now I, I, I constantly buy shoes because of that. That's that. That's what made it. It made me to a shoe. If you head, had to guess how, how many pairs of shoes you have right now, about one hundred and eighty. In that's, your that's, home. That's, that's not even a lot because I know a lot of sneakerheads who have like hundreds of thousands. I'm like a baby sneakerhead. Like, but one of the things that I give shoes away, Micah. <coughs> he uh, does. I have actually been witness to this. What hurts my feelings is that you and I aren't the same shoe size. I totally It hurts my up. feelings. I totally hook you up. So if I say if I never gave away shoes, I'd probably have about 800 pair. Unbelievable. Yeah, eight hundred pair. You are true. You are at least a sneakerhead. Then, at yeah, least you yeah, you yeah. you meet the minimum requirement. I'm, I meet the minimum. Yeah, I meet the minimum. So, because that's that's a lot of pairs of shoes. I have at any given time in the rotation six. That's it's not acceptable. It's embarrassing. It's not acceptable. It's embarrassing. Though. We 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 can't just do six. So, ta- Sean, for the for the men that are listening okay. that love shoes, how do you talk to your wife or talk your wife into? 
allowing this kind of shoe behavior? Because I well, want to get I want to get in on this. Well, th- this is this is how it used to work. So now I have to be a little bit more sneakier. So uh, <laughs> emphasis both, on the sneaker. Yeah, sneaker, sneakier. Yeah, it goes together. So like first, I used to tell her that I represent her. Hey, if I walk out this house looking a mess, an ambassador, and I represent you, you yes. don't want nobody walking out saying, "Oh, you with this guy? Look at his feet; they're so dirty." Like, can't do that whatsoever. So, that got old quick. That <laughs> got old. You wore quick. that one down. I wore I wore that all the way down. Like there was there was no padding on that on that break <laughs> at all. It was it was worn down completely. So now what I just do is I just order. And I got so many that sometimes I just stack them in the little plot and then I wear them later and she asks, Are those new? Then I say, I had those. I, I, I've already, I've had these for a while, which I'm not lying because I put them in a the stack for a while and then wear them. <laughs> but I think that's getting ready to wear out too. So I'm, I'm getting creative with how I, I got to get more. You got to get creative. Creative, bro. I love the ambassador. I love the, you, you were representing her. Facts. That, that's an incredible technique. Try I still, it. my problem is, I can't justify it over feeding my kids, which is what I feel like I have to choose between. So how do I make a budgetary? What am I doing wrong with my budget to not, is it, it just it I'm depends. not making so, enough money? So what, what do you do outside of what you need to do for your family? What is your entertainment? Oh, what do I do? Well, see, that's the thing. I'm actually pretty easy. I mean, movies here and there. Okay. Movies here and there. So you got to think, going to the movies, you and your girl. It's probably right? eating out, man. It's oh. probably eating out. See, you got to think about, you probably spend anywhere from 50 to 60 bucks a week eating out, right? Oh. Or maybe more. Probably more. <laughs> Guys, if you, you can see it, like, he, he, he was close to the mic on that problem. You found the problem. <laughs> you found that's, where the money's that's going. That's your sneakers, bro. We probably, we eat out a lot sometimes when it's like tax season because my wife's an accountant, uh, an amazing accountant. Lawhorn CPA, Lindsey Green. If you if you need your taxes done, give her a shout. That's a plug. That's baby. called an organic I plug. Just plug. That's, that's worth at least a pair of shoes. It is I, exactly. It's worth exactly. a pair of shoes. She's the so dope. if you go to Lawhorn Tax Associates, tell them Sean sent you and say, exactly. get your husband a pair. Facts. Lindsey Green. See her. Client. That's you know more shoes. you know the code you put in when you buy something online and it's like get the co- <laughs> the code is get him a pair. That's, That's the hashtag. It. Get him a pair. And I was like use my code for twenty percent off. Get like, him a pair. Facts, facts. We need that. Um, but yeah, going out to eat a lot, man, that kills. Like that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, bro. So you gotta say like, okay, just cut out three times out and just say you made something at home or you brought. Your just lunch. take the money bring and bring like, something to lunch. Bring lunch. Like, bring lunch. I guarantee you, you'll have enough to get some juice. I probably lose weight doing that, too. That's a fact. That's a twofer. That's a fact, because I'm pretty sure you're not eating salads. Because I would. Sean, how do you know that I'm not eating salads? I am a portly, portly guy. <laughs> <laughs> no dude wants to grab a salad when we're going out. No. Nobody. Like, I try. I'm pretty, I'm decently in shape. So you've given you us two. Me? You've given us two. You've given us the budget attachment. You've given the selling to the wife. Right. How do you store? Oh. You said 180 pairs of shoes. Oh. That's 180 pairs. So Facts. that's really 360 shoes. It is. Because there's one in a, there's it's two a left in a pair. and a right. A yeah, there's a left right. and a right shoe. <laughs> and a right. So how do you store 180 right. so pairs? What I do is I keep them in the shoe boxes. Of course. Okay. Okay. You got you got to keep the shoe boxes, and you can stack those easy. So. My closet has room for me to stack them. So I got some to stack on the floor, some to stack on shelves. 
then those are the shoes that I say that they're they're in the game. You know what I mean? Like those are my in the game shoes. Like they are the starting five, but it's like a starting hundred. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're in there. But then you got the guys that's on the bench is like six men. So those are the shoes that are under the bed. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're under the bed. They're stacked neatly under the bed. They're in row. They're just waiting for coach to say, hey, <laughs> it's your time. So is this is this a situation where in the dog days of, of a season where you just, you know what? Some shoes need a break. We're going to give them the night off. Facts. We're going to go under the bed. Facts. And we're going to grab one. We're going to give... Some Jordans. You are now out of the box. Yeah. You're out of the box. You got to give you a, Whether we play you in the playoffs or not, you know, we'll see what but you see, do. The thing about it is, it's like you got some six men, you got some seven, eight men on the bench. They get still, they still get burned. They get burned in the game. They play. They're a factor. They're a key. You know what I mean? They do. It depends on how far you're under the bed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to reach deep. Yeah. It's probably not playoff moment. Yeah, if, you, if you're deep, then you're on the injured reserve, boy. What is what is the so? Give me your starting five right now. Who's your starting five right now? Uh, You don't have to get too specific. You just give us the broader. Some some Jordan Eleven Low uh, Infrareds. You know those are those are some of my go tos. Uh, This is what you're wearing right now. Right now, patent leathers, Eleven Lows, and then I got all of my Elevens. I got probably about eighteen pair of Elevens. Uh, high end. What what help help those of us who don't understand shoes? Uh, is eleven the year it's released? Eleven is the is the number. So the the, the first edition. Jordan, yeah, the edition. So like you know what I mean. The the first Jordans came out in like eighty something. So that's right. Jordan one. Then the next one that came out, Jordan two, Jordan three. So these are the eleventh pair, the eleventh that he designed. So this is so the so. How version. old are these? How old are the Elevens? The Elevens came out what back in the nineties? Was it? So you're wearing a uh, you're wearing a pair of shoes right now that was made. It wasn't over made. twenty years ago. It, 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 it was designed, the, the twenty, designed years, 20 ago. years ago. This but is they like always a, bring them back out. It's like a Tupac album. So it's, it's he never it, dies. It's done. He, he never. But dies. now it drops. Facts, and you're like, is he still living? <laughs> it's Tupac. This is the fifteenth album. <laughs> I'm, there's no way he had 150 songs in the bank. There's no way. None. None. So you're saying Jordan's probably got some designs in the bank right now we haven't even Crazy. seen. Colorway. Like, and the thing is, what he makes money is he'll make the same shoe and then make it several thousand different colors. He'll bring the same shoe out every year, but then he'll make a new color. So the design is still an 11, but now it's an 11 blank. Yeah. And it gets a it gets a name. Yeah. And I do, I have to tell you, I love the hip-hop nature of shoes. I love how shoes get names. Facts. I love that. You got to identify them. Yes. You know what I mean? They have identities. They are unique pieces of art. When you give them names, it it, kind of adds into the exclusiveness. You know what I mean? Yes. Like like right now, it's the Kyrie SpongeBob editions. See, because you say SpongeBob, you know the difference between somebody who knows what they're talking about and someone who... Yeah. Most of you get those Kyries, which ones? The yellow ones. You, you know who's a sneakerhead. This guy doesn't know what he's so talking about. So he has about. the whole SpongeBob collection where he has the yellow ones with the SpongeBob picture. He has the pink ones, which is Patrick. He has, like, literally, they're all dedicated to Nickelodeon. So Unbelievable. the crazy thing is I just got my head busted because I bought me two pair, and then my kids got two pair of these, too, from StockX. 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 If you want to uh, sponsor this podcast, and by sponsor that I mean give us shoes, Stop we will hurt, talk about hurt, you. Stop hurting us. Every podcast. Every podcast. I love StockX. I, I'm I'm afraid of StockX. Kind of like someone would should be afraid of cocaine. <laughs> like you know. You should. You know. It's hard though because it's on your phone. 
It's everywhere, man. My laptop opens up now, and you know those ads, the sponsored ads, because yes. your computer knows where you've been. Yes, they're called they're called pixels. Pixels. Yes. So my pixels are essentially exclusively StockX now. We were in a staff meeting with the senior pastor of our church. We're trying to like work. I screencast, and he can see my website. And it's basically like you're telling everybody what do you look at on the internet. Well, and good thing it wasn't porn. That's that's exactly right. So I am proud of the fact that <laughs> I'm not ashamed of what it was, but it didn't make note. He was like, "Do you look at shoes much?" It was it oh, was not no. pixels. wasn't It wasn't left pixel StockX, right pixel something else, top pixel something else. It was StockX, StockX, StockX. But he he appreciates that because the senior pastor here likes shoes too. He does. He does he, like he, shoes. He's, he's talked to me several times. He used it as an illustration this weekend. It, did that? Were you here this weekend yes, for that? I was. Yes, I was. How how bad did that story hurt you? Of a, a it, brand new shoe sinking into mud. I didn't even mud. care about the Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't care about him like messing the paint job with the Corvette. Just I, sinking the shoe sinking in. Sinking in mud. Do you know how many cuss words would have flew out of my mouth at that moment? You talk about anger. Like anger. just just anger. I, that that would have been one of the the mind monsters <laughs> mind monster days i would have let it loose that's like, another that's, that's another ad by the way we're just organic plugging away faith know, promise man. church if you haven't checked out mind monsters come check out mind monsters I'll break, I'll break facts. incredible stuff so oh, you've yeah. given us three great things for shoes i actually love the uh the bench and the basketball that's my it favorite is. thing here's here's the problem sean i'm like the i'm like the Knicks over here my shoe collection is like the Knicks. there's <sighs> i have one player who you you go see this is right me now. Beating my head on the mic right. I've got now. one player who you would go see, and the rest are just trash. They're just trash. And I can start any any five of my six I want to start, and you're still going to be like that team's not making the playoffs. Well, it, means, it means we need a new GM, bro. It does. How do we get a new GM? Oh, is the, am I the GM you're in this scenario? So I need to be replaced. You, you got you got to either change your ways or. I am. You know what? The more we talk about this analogy, the more I am just wasting the money on myself, like a G, like a bad GM. Right. So, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna make a day. We're gonna set a day to where I know you can save at least two hundred bucks. How many save. pairs of shoes can you get me for two hundred dollars? Depends on what you're trying to get, though. It's a pair of J's. that will be the, all your two hundred bucks right there. <laughs> And you may need some more. That's you know the thing. I, mean? I don't want to be like the. I don't want to be like the Bobcats, but where I've got. Is, I, I use all my salary cap on one player, and I. But I this can't. is the thing, though. You got to learn what you're buying your shoes for, though. So like, you can't buy hooping shoes that are made for hooping if you ain't hooping. You know what I'm saying? So some hoop shoes are actually more of a lifestyle shoe. Like Jordan's now these 11s. He played ball in these, but now people don't wear them to play ball in. It's actually something you wear with an outfit. You know what I mean? Right. So, of course. I, I need the outfit shoes. We need outfit shoes. So, hey, running shoes are becoming the new Jordans. Like Air Maxes. Like they're, really? They're selling out just as fast. Are they comfortable? Heck yeah. Stuck like, like I like Air Max cloud. 1s, Air Max 90s, um, Air Max 97s, 95s. Like, I like the the two seventies. Like, so when it says ninety seven ninety five, is that the year it was the designed? Year, that, that's the year it was designed. Yeah. So when you hear a number, if it's a year, if it's clearly a year, like two seventy is not the year. Facts. Something wasn't made that's in the year two hundred seventy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what yeah. Jesus and his disciples were sporting. But Air Max goes by the year. Jordan's just goes by with with what edition it is. What design? Oh, what yeah. design number? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Got it. So now, see, that helps me because I knew that, but I, I wasn't sure. You've been educated. It's kind of like going to the gym and you don't know how that one machine works. 
but you don't want to be the guy <laughs> who walks up and is like, hey, man, how's that thing work? Show yeah, me how it can't. works. You can't. So you just got to watch. You got to sit in the corner. When somebody walks up on it, they start using it. But then you run the risk of what if they're using it wrong? Right. Because then you don't want to be that guy right. cheating off the guy's paper who doesn't know the right. answers. What your face with a butt part supposed to be? Yeah. Exactly. Hat, you know what I mean? <laughs> Those are must-watch videos on Instagram, by the way. Jim fails. Not the ones where people like choke or die, uh, but like the ones where they're like using a, a neck machine. Yeah, like, real bad. It's real I love bad. that stuff. It's real bad. All right, so we've successfully tackled shoes, which shoes. is a big thing. Is there anything specifically you want to get off your chest about the season that's coming up in the NBA or or the college basketball season that's coming up? I mean, NBA, man, it's just crazy. I'm ready to watch because there's so many trades, uh, so many new dynamic duos. Like, it's so even right now. But most of all, one of the people I train is his first year in the NBA. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's, Can we name drop him? Can we say Admiral it? Schofield. We can Admiral say Schofield. Admiral Schofield. It's my, it's my little bro. I'm very proud of him. Uh, worked really hard uh, to get to where he was. Uh, and there's a lot of people who still doubt him. You know what I mean? But uh, what's amazing about him is he's willing to do whatever it takes to be successful. Like, he's not saying, I want to go be a scorer. He's not saying, I just want to be a defender. He's not saying, I want to be a shot blocker. He says, I want to be whatever you need me to be to be successful. I read, I cut it out. I need to give it to you. I don't know. He had to tell you. Did he tell you about the article that was written about him in the Wall Street Journal? No. He had an article written about him. It wasn't like about him, but they used him as an example. And I got to give it to you. I cut it out because I was like, Sean's going to want this. And the whole thing was about how he changed the trajectory of his shot. He was shooting, the trajectory he was shooting, when he changed it, it increased his percentage some amount. And they were just talking about how sometimes, I, I can't remember, was his arc too high or he it was too high, low? He has a higher release now. Yes. And so that's when he, when he corrected it and his college shooting percentage like skyrocketed after that. He's a, he's a, people don't realize, man, he's a shooter. Like I've, it's because it he's big. Work, I know he does look. He's like a he will, big dude. He take your lunch money. That's so, what like. <laughs> like, I, there's not a cornbread. there's not a thing I could do to stop him from taking my lunch money. Nothing, nothing. I think I just make him angry. Is all nothing. I do. How t how big is he? Um, he's six 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 five six six. I don't know his weight, but the guy's chiseled. Big. Like, I, don't, I don't get into that many details, but he's a crazy shooter, a great leader. And he's stupid athletic. People haven't seen, people haven't seen the extent. So I remember one training session we were doing, and I was doing a certain type of finish. So the guy takes off a good two or three steps outside the paint off of two feet. Okay, two feet jumping. Like usually when you're jumping out, it's extended steps, or it's like jumping off of one foot. Two feet, he jumps, and that's a little bit outside the paint. Gets on one end of the basket. Shows the ball at the rim, takes it back under the other way on the backside, and scores like it was nothing. And he just woke up, walked off like, "Was that what you wanted?" And I was like, "Uh, yeah, uh, way more than what I asked for." <laughs> but I seemed mean, a little, uh, seemed a little uh, extra yeah, at the end. It's crazy, but it's cool. He'll actually be here pretty soon. He's coming in town. Um, Should we have him on the podcast? I, we, we, I can see if I can. We're kind of small time. I can he's see big if I time. Can work that out. Uh, I can't guarantee that because he's he's very specific with his time. He is. Um, uh, so he'll be here um, August. Like, well, what is it? Memorial Day weekend. We'll be training a lot, and he has. You mean Labor Day? 
Yeah, let labor. I already saved my money. My bad. Yeah, I do that. Anyway, I get them both mixed up every year. How's it looking for him and the Wizards? <laughs> um, not really sure right now. You'll you'll I'll I'll learn more once they start getting into like actual team practices. They had a team camp which he did pretty good. Um, I'm pulling they, for him and Grant, man. Man, I'm watching both of them right now. Team, team man. That's, that's, that's Tennessee. But crazy is people don't know. I used to be a Kentucky fan, big time. You did. Ever Actually, I think I, I did know ever that. Ever since I was in seventh grade. Like, you know, I used to grow up watching Ron Mercer and, you Ooh. know, a whole bunch of those guys. You know Rick I mean? Pitino squad <laughs> pulling stuff out. So, like, I was, like, really on that. So, I became a Kentucky fan. Um, this year was the year that I, I switched. It's official. Mm-hmm. Are you announcing it for the for everyone to hear? I don't know. It depends on how, how what relationships I have with everybody, man, but. <laughs> For the program, I've I've switched from blue to orange, and I got some a couple other guys that I flew with on the team. I can't really mention them because you know NCAA rules. That's fine. I don't even know what team you're talking about. For the so. for the for the balls. I was trying to I was trying to give you cover. Oh, I don't even know oh, what team you're talking about. What team? <laughs> Never heard of them. I'm unfamiliar. Good news is only dozens and dozens of people listen to this, so you're fine. Oh, we're good. I don't care if it was a million. <laughs> no, but it's not bad. I mean, they they pay me. They pay me to work out, so it's nothing that is is bad. I mean, really. So I mean, like Jordan Bowden, um, Lamonte Turner. I mean, that's fine. It's, it's nothing that we're doing to break rules. So. I have a Lamonte Turner story for you. What's up? So when you see him, you can tell him this. Okay. He won't remember it at all because he's used to this. He may. He's pretty good about remembering. Is he? Well, I didn't actually meet him. So this is exactly what happened. Okay. I'm so glad this happened, so I can tell you this story. Okay. So I'm. Sitting at the new a theater, Cinnabar, that they just revamped. I love that place. It's the best place to go see a movie. Yeah. If you're in Knoxville, organic plug number five, Cinnabar. Cinnabar. If you've not been, go take your wife, go take your honey. Kids. Go all the above. have dinner, watch a movie, prop your feet up. We better get some money for this or tickets or something. <laughs> like We've been plugging everybody, people. So I'm sitting there with my wife. We're waiting on another couple that we're going to meet. Facts. And this guy comes out. And he's looking at me, and I'm looking at him. So I actually think he's looking at me. And I'm thinking right off the bat, because Faith Promise. I'm like, we know each other from Faith Promise, because he right. looks familiar. <clears throat> and I'm trying to like, God, what campus would he be at? I don't know. So I'm trying to place him. He's kind of looking at me. Now I'm full-blown leering at him. Like, like, like trying to figure out. I'm like, God, where do I know him? Should I go talk to him? He's with his girl. Or a girl. I don't know. If it's, <laughs> I'm going to say his girl. A girl, his friend, his friend and uh, he's now fully aware that I'm leering at him. And so he kind of walks away, and I'm like, God, where is he? And it's about 15, 20 seconds after I've been leering at him, I realize that's Lamonte Turner. <clears throat> that's why I know him. He doesn't know me, so now I'm just some weirdo who's been staring at him, which he's probably used to, yeah. but still you don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be that grown man. So now I can't go up to him and be like, Hey man, great season. Sorry, how I was, long ago was this? This was. I don't think he'll remember. There's no way. It. It to him, it was nothing. It's probably yeah. It was a nothing exchange. But if if you did ask him, and he's like, you mean the creepy dude? Is, he's like, the, the dude, I cut? know exactly who you're talking about. Then the you can tell guy that was staring at me. I thought he, he was gonna take my butt. When we when we went through the parking garage later, I kept looking over my left shoulder, waiting to see if he was gonna start creeping out. I'm sitting down though, so. He didn't. Uh-oh. Had he known how tall I was, he would have been like, "I can take that guy. He's nothing." So it was just really funny. I was like, "God, that must." That's why famous people probably 
because all the time they don't people don't look like what you think they look like in public in public so then when you see them you're like why do i know that like, i know it ain't i him. know him that ain't them that ain't them yeah and then you see and i was positive like it was about <laughs> but and so he walked away and i told my wife i was like that wasn't good she's like what it's like, and you wouldn't understand. Just that wasn't good. I just embarrassed myself. <laughs> Only he's going to know. He's going to tell his. Just keep walking. Honey. He's going to tell his friend. Yeah, some weirdo. He, he thought you were. But it, do, do bring that up because I'm curious if, if it even made no, If it made note, I'm really going to be. That's going to be bad because then I'm going to be like, I need to like write him a card now yeah. and tell him I'm sorry. Facts. So, but man, did he show up <laughs> in the tournament? Yeah, he did. He he's, a, he's a bucket too. Like, he showed up, man. What I love about him is his energy. Like he's silly, uh, real playful. But yeah, when it's time to work, he's down to business. Like so. He impressed me in the tournament. I was blown away. Oh yeah. So, oh, yeah. all right. So, last thing here. We can cover whatever you want. Yeah. Last thing here, and you talk to me. Talk me through this because we talked about the NBA season. You talked about Admiral. If you had to pick before this before this season even starts. How do you see this playing out? What's going to happen? Is it know. is it going to be as crazy as it looks like? Are we going to see something bananas, or is it what we think what we think is going to happen? Are the Lakers going to get Chris Paul through some kind of chicanery and finish their big three I, I and think run going to the Lakers? He's, I think he's going. How are they even going to do it though? It doesn't even it doesn't seem like it's. Man, there's so much money everywhere. They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. Everybody's gonna talk about cap space. I think he's they'll just gonna. They'll release somebody. <laughs> well, they've released. Excuse me, you're out of here. They've released basically everybody anyway. There's nice. only three guys on the team. Oh, that's what I want to ask you about. What the heck is going on with Team USA? I don't know. I'm very upset right now. I don't know. You... This is an unpatriotic group of basketball players. I just think no one is really caring about that anymore. Is it? Is it because it's FIBA and it's not the Olympics? Is could that be? It could it? be. It could be. Do you think the Paul George thing like actually scaring people away? I don't really think so because you could have did that in the league game, like a regular league game. Because it changed after that. Like Kobe and LeBron and Melo and all those guys kind of like brought it back. Some of these high profile players, man, they don't. That's not that's beneath them. I think. Like now, like back in the days, if you were high profile, you were on it. But now I feel like it's beneath some. Like I don't have time for that. Like you, you think like people needed it to like elevate their their platform, and now they don't need it anymore. Because like social media, you can you can be Damian Lillard, not really ever win anything big, and still be big. Hold on, Dame is, Dame is, Dame's my guy. That's not a Dame, that's not a shot at him. Dame is a bucket. First of all, I wish he was with LeBron James. It hurts my feelings. I would he love to see the two of them together. Bucket. On 2K, he's a walking bucket. I'll rip my son up with him all the time. <laughs> he doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. Either. Him and CJ is all you need? It's all you need, man. Really, it's just him. I just use him. CJ gets a couple passes on 2K. Who did they get? They got somebody big. I don't even remember. Not Nurkic. Somebody else big. I don't remember. I don't I'm like remember. the worst with names. keeping up with everything and names. Like I'll be like, yeah, number number two. And, and it's crazy thing because basketball is my profession. But like I don't, start I don't, knowing. I don't follow so much. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's what I like about me too as a trainer. Um, I don't follow like, you know, groupy follow guys. Well, you know what helps? This is my this is my recommendation. You want to learn NBA players' names? Get NBA game ticket and just have it on the background all the time. And you'll just hear them. As you'll them. you'll you'll learn. I've learned so many guys' names just from watching enough games. I know like. 
I mean, before they traded uh, Josh Jackson away from the Suns, like I yeah. knew his name because I watched Suns games. Because gotcha. we're in the East Coast. Right. So it's 10 and 30 at night and there's nothing on. I'll throw on a, Why not? a Phoenix. That makes sense. It makes yeah, sense. Game. And I watch. They're getting trashed, but. I watch because I train. I watch the game for the details. And it's crazy, like, my, my, how my mind works now. Like, I used to watch it for, like, highlights and. You know, I watch for games, highlights, and stuff like that. But for the most part, when I see stuff, I'm breaking down skills they're doing when they're playing. And I could care less who their name is, who they are. I just want to see your footwork. This is a guy that I want to know. I want your take on because maybe you know, maybe you don't. Have you ever watched Mike Conley play? Grizzlies now. He's uh. Yeah, he's now going to. Uh, I just blanked. That's bad. I'm always blank, so it doesn't matter. Wherever Utah, we can, we can, Utah, yeah, Utah. I, I think he's a bucket too. I love him. I think he's a. Player. I think he's, he's an he's underrated, underrated point guard. Yeah. yeah, he's really underrated. I'm a Grizzlies fan, so people oh, always yeah. say you're just a homer, and you I was got, like, no, he's ja good. Jaw's there. We got Jaw. We got Jaron Jackson Jr. Yeah. I'm highly hopeful, but that those two are the beginning of something nice. But I don't know what Jaw is yet. I think Jaw is, is he going to be? Is he going to be what we? I think he's going to be one of the ones who's going to come in and do his thing. Is he like Damian good? Couldn't say Damian good because I gotta wait to see him play, but I think he's gonna do his thing though. Can is his is his ceiling there? Can he get to that oh, level? Yeah. Oh yeah. See, Dame is like a Dame is a franchise player. Yes. Dame is definitely a franchise. Yes. Player. I think I think Ja can be that. I the mean, only I, the only down some mentality like it's just the way he plays and the way he goes through it like he's not he, he's he's not afraid of anything. He's gonna play. I love to hear this. Here's my problem with Damian. This is my is he's a guard. And it's so hard in the NBA to be the best player on your team and be a guard. Facts. A lot. A lot of teams. It's just hard. A lot of teams aren't led by like your smaller guards. You're like like think Kyrie. He can't. I mean, he's he's a great player. He's an all star. He's, he's unbelievable. But it's like I feel like is 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 you need more. You even look at Steph, and Steph is transcendent, and it's still like where would he be without Clay, and Draymond? And why is that? Well, because. A six foot two dude can only do so much. Yeah, he can't. It's a lot of banging. It's really hard to take over Steph, a game. Steph is different though. Well, Steph, and that's the Steph thing. Steph doesn't have to get to the cup because Steph will shoot your eyes out. And yes. Bleeding. Yes. So, but if you can, but if you have to guard him because you can't leave Clay unattended. Right. At any time, he's right. like an infant in a room full of outlets with forks everywhere Facts. like you have to keep your eyes on him all Facts. the time he, he moves he all moves. the time it's then just what's he doing over how is he open guys it's, he can shoot crazy. too is anybody aware it's crazy but i just don't think and steph's transcendent and still i think he needs those guys i think the finals proves it, it does. Kawhi Kawhi can do more to influence the game than steph can Kawhi's a dog he's Kawhi's, a he's, monster he's strong as crap. just a monster i mean like one-legged monster. Like it's just like how how he he's everything that is different with every NBA player. Like he's he's not he's not flashy. He doesn't talk a lot. You know what I mean? He, what's the, what's the ceiling for the Clippers? I think definitely they'll probably make it to. I think Western Finals is like a lock. West Western Western Finals. Oh, it's, it's tough because you got Houston. Because you got Westbrook going. Everybody thinks it's going to be like a, a, a circus, but I think they'll figure it out. Well, they figured out Harden and Paul. How are they not going to figure <laughs> out Westbrook and Harden? Because I, I don't know. 
I don't think the Warriors are going to be there. No. I don't think Clay's going to be ready fast enough. No. And I don't know why you would. Why would you no. hurry him back? I, I think I think the era of the Warriors is done. Yeah, I, I think do I think that last loss was like the starting of them tapering out. Well, we're 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 one Draymond hissy fit away okay. from him getting shipped okay. off, and okay. I'm just waiting. I keep wait. It happens every time. Oh, yeah. You're Rasheed Wallace. You're Dennis Rodman. You're uh, who's some other guys like that? Those guys that are just head cases. There's only so much where people can defend you. you know well, I mean? and if you keep winning, they stay between the rails. But then when you're losing, all that stuff looks bad, really bad. Well, and everybody just gets sick of him. We're not winning a championship. I'm not dealing with this guy. Yeah. Steve Kerr's just going to be like, I'm done. Get out of here. And now you've got, you've got another big big boy over there in, uh, I'm blanking, the center they had. who Tell just about, uh, Will Colley Stein? Yeah. No, not Will Colley Stein. The, can't remember his name. Uh, Looney. Okay. Looney. They got a big boy banger that's talented, and so I'm just like, man, I just run with Looney. He can't shoot threes, but apparently Draymond can't either anymore. So It's not going down like that anymore. So, here's here's the big question. We've got we've got it's about to be 2020, right? The country is what it is. Crazy. So my question for you, as a white man, talking to a black man, mm-hmm. it's this is a this is not to get pity. There, n- white men deserve no pity. I'm not ever going to be in a situation where that ne- needs to be said. Facts, facts. But there are... You just want me to go in on white men right there, now. <laughs> there are... There, you people! <laughs> first of all, here's the deal. For white men who don't want racism to exist anymore. Right. We want it to go away. Here's, here's my... To give you my take in a nutshell, I don't think racism can be defeated in a generation. I think I'll beat, gener- I'll beat racism with my sons. Right. So I'm going to raise my sons to beat it back even further than my generation's beat it back. But here's the deal. As a 36-year-old, I'm about to be 37, Mm -hmm. I live in this day and age. Help me navigate. We've got stuff like Colin Kaepernick I've got to walk through. We've got police brutality I've got to walk through. We've got Black Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter, All Lives Matter. And here's the deal. A lot of white men, we're like Ricky Bobby and Talladega Knights. I... I don't know what to do with my hands. hands. I don't know what to do with my hands. I want to help. But sometimes when I try to help, I don't help. I actually make things worse because then your friend has to come in. Sean has to come in behind me and go, what he meant to say was, because you understand my heart, you know where I am, but I don't know what to do. Um, If you can help me know what to do. That's tough because it's like, even with you wanting to help, it's still going to be some black folks that be like, man, you don't know. You don't know my struggle, and so I don't. So I don't. It's st- tough. Do I say? St- what do you I say? It's like st- you're right. I don't know, but you can help me understand. So just ask questions. That's it. So so help me understand. What, what do you need from me? And, and, it, and it's a tough situation. You know what I mean? Everything's tough because you got a whole bunch of stuff with all the way from the White House down. You know what I mean? Uh, the first thing that helped racism is to, to act like it it exists, and it's crazy how we would say like it wasn't people sub- who it wasn't not, solved with Barack. I know. He was elected president, Sean. Did you not hear? It's over. Hey, they was ready to get him it's, out. It's, it's over. <laughs> not another one in here. <laughs> What's that That rap? It says Donald Trump's payback for Barack Obama. <laughs> so, I mean, you have to, you have to admit that it exists. Um, you got to stop looking at people who are screaming about stuff like that like we're crazy. You know what I mean? Like I, I grew up, 
I grew up in the hood. You know what I mean? Of course, I live in the birds. My kids go to private schools, so they don't understand right. themselves. And my kids are, are mixed kids. Right. But they don't understand that no matter how how much of their mom they have in them, they'll still be looked at as black kids. Right. You know what I mean? Because of color of skin, because it's not white. Right. But, you know, I, I'm one of those who, <clears throat> I don't really pull the race card, but I still understand the struggles I have as a black man that it's going to be that just because of the color of my skin. Like, right. literally, I've, I've never been to prison. I've never been arrested. I've never had anything done to me. Like, I'm, I'm a pretty stand-up. You know what I mean? I ain't perfect. I'm not squeaky clean, but I'm a pretty stand-up <laughs> citizen. You know what I mean? But for me to, like, you know, I, it's back in the days I used to work. I worked a 16-hour shift from taking care of male, a guy with male disabilities. 16-hour shift. I'm driving home in my car. Because I drove a car that looks like what most folks drive in a hood. I what got pulled over about? by seven, seven cop cars and put on my knees and handcuffed. Because I fit a description of a shooting in Lionsdale. Which there was not a shooting in Lionsdale, because I got a cop friend to let me know that. <clears throat> Stuff like that happens, but I mean, luckily I didn't do anything to get shot or get beat down with some, some nightclubs or whatever they got these days. You know what I mean? But it, it, it's just the fact that people have to really, like, sit down and check themselves, because sometimes people don't want to admit I am a racist. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and, and black people are racist too. That's the crazy <laughs> thing. What? What? Like, what? Man, if that white boy over there, man. What? Like, like I, I got a lot of friends who, who don't fool with because they don't trust white people. So, like, you know what I mean? They're, they're racist against white people. Like, I dated white girls when I was in high school, and they used to be like, coming to the hood with these white girls. I'm like, yeah, they're girls. You know what I mean? And she's pretty dope, <laughs> if you ask me. You know, so I date white, black. I, I'm, I'm like a Captain Kirk. Like, I definitely oh, don't man. see color. What I, a great take. I definitely don't. See, Captain Kirk, he, he fooled he did green it. chicks, blue he chicks, white chicks, black chicks. And all in like the 60s and 70s. He was way ahead of his he time. He was way ahead of his time. Way ahead of he his time. He was making mixed kids before everybody's making <laughs> mixed kids. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Captain Kirk got babies everywhere. From coming Jupiter to, all the way. Coming to a planet near you. <laughs> but I mean, incredible. That's my favorite take so far. But but definitely, man. Just You just got to gotta understand that it exists. Understand that people who are screaming about it is not like super psychotic. Like what bothered me is when the whole Black Lives Matter came back out, and then people start saying Blue Lives Matter, and then All Lives Matter, and you know what I mean. What what got me wrong is people try to say that you know black people are more important, so we should have a campaign about y'all. No, it's not it. We're just saying that we matter. Just like you can talk about something that matters to you. We're not saying that just because you talk about what matters to you doesn't matter at all. We're just saying like, hey, we matter. Uh, and I think that that was something that shouldn't have even been a fight to me. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> like now people going to beat up cops and stuff over that stuff. I don't condone that either. Yeah. So that's when I say the blue lights matter part. That's cool. But when I campaign black lights matter, don't don't counter campaign with all lights matter. Cause that's right. almost like just, you know, kind of covering up what we're doing, trying to spread light onto these kids who are getting shot, like on well, kids by police officers. And what sucks about it is, especially somebody who's white, is like I know that happens. I know that you get pulled over and harassed more. Like I know that, but I can't ever explain to you in words. I can't understand that. Like my brain right. gets it. Like it totally right. gets it. And I'm just like, Instantly, the logic meter in me is like, that can't, that can't be, not that it's not true, but it's like, that can't, I can't live in a world where that exists. And what am I going to do about it? Well, I can't, I personally can't, it doesn't feel like I can do anything about it. So I feel, that's why that whole, I don't know, 
I don't know how to help. Right. I don't know what to do. I mean, by helping, just being aware that it exists and, and, you know, don't be afraid to speak up when something injustice is happening. You know what I mean? Like, some people can be like, I don't condone that and I love all people, but then can see a black kid getting beat up and just sit there. You know what I mean? Like, you know what the, the hardest part is? So, my wife's Hispanic and, and also she's someone she's who's pretty dope too. Like yeah. She's cool. Yeah. Like she is. I, I, I like her a lot. I bet you do. I do. I, I like bet her you a lot. Do. You got kids and two kids, two kids, to, <laughs> two kids to prove it. Yeah. Uh, and that's the hard thing. The hard thing about, so my kids have a mom who is, who doesn't look white. She's actually uh, half white, half Hispanic, um, but her kids look white. So I don't have to, I don't live in a world where I'm like, I'm worried what my kids, because although they are, they have Hispanic in them, right. they're never going to be seen as that. They're going to be seen as white kids. Facts. Um, and so. Your genes but, took over. Yeah. Well, she had, she had Irish genes in her. So she's the blue not, eyes were. not complete. The, the blue, that, what she calls it is, uh, she's a leprechauna. <laughs> That's what it is. Um, so, you know, it's, it's rough because, you know, she'll, she'll talk and we'll talk about it. I'm like, you know, it's just so frustrating because you, you want to help. You want to do something about it. And at the same time, you don't feel like you can do anything about it. And so you never want to be the guy who's like, well, you know, it makes sense that they did that because maybe there was someone and you, that doesn't help. So that doesn't help. So don't do that. And at the same time, be like, you know, what, what you're talking about, which is try to try to try to understand what it is and not condone what's happening. So for for me, this would be my question to you uh, to kind of to kind of follow up on that and, and finish up on that. So when there's when there's situations like that that happen, what I've pointed out to her, which I found was interesting is. Men who pick on women rarely pick on women when other real men are around. Does that make sense? Spit that again. Spit that again. So, like, men who are abusive to women right. rarely, rarely out themselves when they're around other real men. Facts. Because, like... Because they know. <clears throat> like, so, so this one, I'll say it like this. It kind of works this way. Like, I'm, I'm very honest about myself. Right. I, I do have a potty mouth. <laughs> but think about this. My mom didn't play those games. Right. My grandmother, like my grandmother was a pastor. Right. And my my mom, even as a grown man, didn't before she passed. Today is actually her six year anniversary of passing away. So, you know, love you, mom. But like when you're about something and you're around something that stands for not having that, it makes you uncomfortable to to portray it. Right. So, like, if you're around, like, white friends and they want to tell these black jokes and you're like, ha, 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 you know what I mean? Like, well, but that's I guess that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the thing is, like, people don't say those jokes when I'm around. Good. So you're already doing your part then. But that's what's frustrating because then it's like, well, you know, as a white man, then you're you're not doing enough. And it's like, I can't do anything else. They won't say it around me. I can't correct them. But they wait till is, I'm gone. But if they're waiting till you're gone, you've already done enough then. If they don't feel comfortable to spit that in front of you because you've already let people know what you're about. See what I'm saying? Yeah. But it just feels like, uh, I mean, I, granted, I, I, got like some, do, I got some white friends that told me some black jokes. Like, I ain't, I ain't like a, one of those up, you got some black people who are uptight, man. Like, <laughs> anything that goes against their, their, their blackisms or, 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 or their 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 race or their black power moments, they get uptight and upset. Like me, I'm 
to me, it's like a comedian. There's no sensitive, there's no sensitivity in being a comedian at all. Right. Like every, but you can tell some jokes that are just really like, come on, man. Like, that's, Well, and that's the thing. I appreciate you saying that on behalf on behalf of black people, on behalf of white people, there are some jokes that, why did you say that? First of all, if you don't, if I don't know you and I don't have a relationship with you, it's the whole, but I got a black friend. I told that joke to him. He's okay with it. It's like, first of all, you don't know him. So you can't say that he's comfortable with that joke. You don't have a relationship. Yeah. You're, you don't have that relationship. So why people do that? Why people are like, I tested this on a friend of mine and he was fine with it. So it should be okay to everybody. And if you don't nah, like it, you're uptight. Yeah. And it's like, I'm just giving you the, th- I'm because you did that. I'm going to, I want to extend to you why people sometimes overstep bounds. Cause they're like, no man, that's not racist. I told somebody the other day and they told me it wasn't. It's like, that's not how that works. Nah, cool, bro. So don't do that. You, you got to understand. Like you, you got to have common sense. Yes. You know, you what, know I mean? what joke. And cause you know, you're with a friend and the moment strikes. And there's a good comedy moment there, and they're a good friend of yours. Yeah, you know, you know when the water's right. Facts. You know when the deal Facts. is. Facts. So we make jokes. Uh, so my wife, being Hispanic, there's a lot of times where Hispanic jokes, especially with the sensitivity that we have in our American culture right now with illegal immigration. Yeah, so that stuff presents itself. <laughs> that's tough, that bro. stuff you presents itself. You might get put out the house, man. That's a, but, but there are moments when, yes. Honey, you better watch out. They're raiding homes. <laughs> like, you, might, you might get put out, that's, bro. That's the kind of stuff that, like, it's like there's a moment when it's okay, and there's a moment when, mm, nah, not, not that one. Yeah. And I just know, I'm yeah. like, no, nah, nah, not, now's not the time. It's smart man. Yeah. Smart man. But we got to do that with each other in public settings. Because you don't want to be the guy who says a racist joke, and then the, because now I'm putting you in a spot. Now you man, it's like I gotta defend black people. Now, now. you gotta defend black like, people. Uh, 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 and that's a lot of pressure to You don't ever say that again. That's yeah. a lot of pressure to put on you. That's it not is. fair. But but then again, I, I feel like I wouldn't condone anything that I felt was like seriously offensive. No, but then I'm putting you in the spot where you have to do Facts. that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's not cool and about then it. I gotta, By the way, you shouldn't say anything that you should have to push back on that right like that right. alone is a reason not to do it but above that now you're putting somebody in the position where they got to right. look at you and do what's really hard to do right because that's not fun it's crazy all this would be fine if everybody just realized man like, and it's cliche but man if i cut you you bleed red just like we're all people and it's so and annoying it, it gets on my nerves so bad i get tired of politics i get tired of you know what I mean? Talking to people. It's so much stuff that I can talk about race and just, just race and class put together is ridiculous. I mean, like, you got to think we live in East Tennessee. We live in Knoxville, Tennessee, right? How many how many ridiculous, like, ridiculous, ridiculous, successful black men that you see here? Let's be real. If you Not saw many. Ben's driving down the street, who you think was driving it? Yeah. A white dude. Yeah. Like and that was my mindset for a while, thinking because when I lived here growing up, and that's that's the only people who did that until you know going to other areas like Atlanta and New York and seeing a lot of black dudes with dreads or even tattoos with a suit and and and, and driving a Benz because like we're this this area is so designed for it to be the way it is. I'll just say it that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you got so much old money here that doesn't want to see different things change. It's a good old boy kind of thing. That's smaller communities. That's kind of the deal. Yeah. So here's the good news, though. 
Sean, you and I are pioneers and we're trailblazers because we married, we married uh, different than us, Facts. and we had kids, and that's how I beat it with. That's how we beat back racism with our kids. We do, we do. with our kids because our kids them. don't know any better. We do. We just confuse them. That's how we beat that's racism, why. huh? They don't even know which huh? side to be racist which to. Which side so. you going to choose? <laughs> Because you can't choose either because you're going against yourself. So that's, to me, that's why, and that's my thing with my biggest take on racism is, and this is what sucks is, as a white man, it's easy to say this, patience. Why? Well, because I'm on the easy side. It's really easy when, you know, when you're outside and inside, you ever go to a restaurant, it's a really hot day, the line's out the door. Oh yeah. People that are in the air conditioning don't mind the line. People outside sweating are like, this line is going slow. Yes. That's the difference. I'm the guy in the air conditioning saying, don't worry, everybody. And I'm saying, don't worry, man, it won't be bad. And so I hate to say that because that's what it feels like I'm saying. And that's not. I'm just saying that the only way to beat racism is to literally just let the racist die. Because I, I feel like if we can continue to make it fringer and fringer and fringer, and you have to be weirder and weirder and weirder to be an open racist... Because, I mean, look at the Tiki Torchy guys. They're wearing, like, polo shirts and crap. That's bad. I mean, even white people were like, come on, dude. That's embarrassing. What, is, what, are, what are you guys doing? We don't even do racist things like that anymore. <laughs> we're closet racist. <laughs> that was so, like, 10 years ago. <laughs> don't you guys know? We now have plug-in uh, LED lights. <laughs> no more torches. That's just, I mean, Tiki Torches. If you're going to be racist... That you're you're gonna bring a tiki, tiki torch to the to the race war, but you you know what I think they should do, like you know how they did a show like the undercover boss, they should do like an undercover like racist black, yeah undercover racist show where you gotta like somehow wear. You something remember that Eddie Murphy that Saturday yes, Night Live where he pretended that, to be yeah. white? So <laughs> the bank goes to the banker. <laughs> if you haven't watched that on YouTube, you have to. Oh my goodness, I watched that. Oh man, I scream loud. But just, now, just take like, the they money. can do just makeup and stuff so well that they can they can make you like a black dude or a white dude. Like you should go Netflix, to, should Amazon. Really, let's go. Plug. You guys are sending billions of dollars into stupid shows and documentaries. You guys are scared. You guys are scared. Let's do this. Let's let's finish racism off with one one swift bingeable show. And that's what it is, man. Like until you really experience or see it or being like my wife, she was around it. Like it's okay. In the area where I live at, and this is like a little bit of, I would say, uh, race profiling on her too. Where I live at, if, oh, you, yeah. if you're white in my area, you have to be a prostitute or somebody selling you drugs. So here it is, is my wife is a very educated woman who is a CPA. Well, back then she just had her master's in accounting, you know. <laughs> just we, just we would, a master's. You know, go to, uh, you know, petty. <laughs> She had to get her get her game up because I was like, "That's embarrassing, honey." Just a master's? Come on. <laughs> Keep in mind, I only have a bachelor, so it, it is what it is. <laughs> bachelor, to bachelor, right here. Yeah, you know. So She's more educated. So like, she, we we we're at my mom's house, mom and dad's house, because you know we had the baby and everybody wants to see the grandchild and everybody wants to keep them and do whatever. So at that moment, we were like, you know, kind of dropping them off for a minute. They was like, oh, take a drive. Go get out of here. Like, just go. We don't care about y'all. Just let us let's have a baby. Grandparents. That's, when Standard you have kids, like, just, just a side note, when you have kids, you're no longer 
your parents' baby. You're just that dude who has their grandkids. You're like, you're the baby. You're the grand babysitter. Y- you get nothing. That's the best with the grand babysitter. That the is grand dope. babysitter. That is dope. They they literally would never call me and ask how I'm doing. Is how the baby's doing. I say, what about me? And and exact words. You don't really matter anymore. He my I told my dad the other day. He literally two sentences into me talking to him on the. I was calling him. I'm trying to be nice, reaching out to my dad. He's a widower. So I'm trying to be a good son. I'm going to call my dad. Hey, dad, how you doing? We get two sentences in. He goes, hey, are, the grand, are, you, are your sons there? I want to talk to them. Dad, thanks, dad. I'm trying to check on you. Be That's a good son. Why don't you buy him a cell phone so you can call him? <laughs> how about that? Because you're using my minutes right now. You're using my free minutes, dad. But, but anyways, back to it. So, yeah. so we leave out. We get in the car. We're driving down the road. We get pulled over. Pulled over. So I got a cop friend who lets me know. Of course, there's a law that every license plate, a car has to have a license plate light where it shines on your license plate. But the car model that I had didn't have license plate light, and they know that. But they use that to pull me over, which is, is actually a law. But it's, he told me it's like one of those laws Just that they don't really push unless, unless um, you know, they, they need to. To, to take a poke around the car. Quote, quote, they need to. So they pull us over. And they just kind of, you know, talk to us and ask what we're doing. I ask for my ID. Because I'm the driver. Sure. Of course. There you go. Ma'am, do you have yours too? And I ask, what does she need hers for? Like, she's, this is, this is, this is my wife. Yeah. Like, at that time, fiance. So. Right. I'm like, we just left my mom's. What do you need hers for? Uh, but end up, they end up being pretty cool after I talked to them. They checked everything. out fine. But another story. <laughs> and if 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 I would never ever in my life will put my hand on a woman, but if I could wish for a woman to be a man for ten seconds so I can slap him, I would do that. <laughs> so she she pulls up. Me and my wife are leaving out. My wife was pregnant at that time, and Ooh, we're leaving boy. my mom's house. It's a bad story because wife's pregnant now. Yeah. So at this time, this is I'm a, I'm a failing college student. Of course, I went back and, and and graduated, but I'm a failing college student. I'm working for Boys and Girls Club. My wife, I didn't even have a car at that time. And at that time, she wasn't my wife. She was just my lady. And, you know, she's coming to get me, dropping me off at work. Then uh, a cop car pulls over. Whoop, whoop. All right. So I'm like, what's going on, man? Like, I, I got to go. So she's like, can I, can I see your eye? You live here? And I'm like, yeah, I live here. Like, I've been living there ever since I was 11 years old. Like, I got to live here. She was like, can you prove it? I was like, man, I, I'm trying to go to work. You know what I mean? She was like, give me your ID. And I'm like, for what? I just told you I live here. Well, give me your ID before I write you a ticket with how you parked on the curb. I'm like, come on, man. So I give her my, my ID. You got any warrants or anything? I was like, so why would I have warrants? Like, why, I mean, why are you asking me that? I was like, here, I'm trying to go to work. So she comes back, runs it. You can hear on the radio. Clear, nothing at all. Because I've never been in trouble because my mom didn't play games. I was scared of my mom, <laughs> not the police. They don't understand that. Like, So I don't have a record. You have nothing on yeah, me. Yeah, facts. She going to get me. Facts. So so she comes back and she's like, so. And I think she was waiting to hear from the radio. She was like, so what you doing? I said, man, like, I'm actually like trying to go to work. And she's like, oh, so you got, you got a job? And I was like, yes. And actually, I'm home from college, too. I'm a college student here for the summer working at Boys and Girls Club. And then she looks at me and says, oh, so you graduated high school. Oh, at that moment, I was just like, you know what? Uh, uh, did you? I just, yeah, facts. <laughs> she, I was like, yeah, I did. I'm going to school for the day. She's like, well, you know, I got, I got a degree, too. I'm just a cop for right now. And I was thinking, like, whatever. Who cares? But at that moment, like, that, that, was, that was bad. I've had a lot of run-ins with cops for no reasons. 
Like, I'm, 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 honestly, I'm a good dude, but I've I've been the fortunate who's not. So here, let me tell you, because this is so everybody who's listening has listened to those stories. Let me yeah. give you my story, and then you tell me what you think would have happened. Okay. So I'm gonna go meet a girl. I'm probably 17 years old, right. so I'm not the smartest guy at this point. I liked I liked making systems in my car, so I built my own subwoofer boxes. Okay. I liked doing my own decks. So I installed them myself. Right. I would put them in. It was like a thing. It was like a hobby. So I was between decks. One of my decks had gone out. I wanted to get a new one. Decks, for you kids that don't know what decks are. It's tape players. Tape players, CD player. That's how, you, that's how you used to play music before you just plugged your phone and Bluetooth in. They don't, know they don't understand. So I'm between decks. I burned one up. I got a new one. So I don't have a deck in the car right now. All I have is the wires coming out where the deck used to be. Right. Just all in their glory, pouring out. I'm going to go meet this girl. So I park in a parking lot. It's like a public parking lot. Bull Run Steam Plant. Gotcha. Because she lives nearby. Okay. So I'm sitting there. Cop pulls up next to me. As a white guy, I'm not, I'm literally, I'm not trained to think anything of it. Right. So they just kind of come around, come to the car, and they say, they look in the window. At this point, my meter does go off because I'm like, that's not good. That looks like. I stole something. Yeah, something's ripped out of this thing, and I'm right. sitting in the car. So they go, you know, excuse me, can I have your ID? I hand them my ID. Like, the thought doesn't occur to me what could possibly go wrong to me. Right. These are police These are police officers. Facts. So I'm, this, is, this, is the world I'm, this is the world I'm living in. So then they proceed to say, can we search the car? Really? Yeah. So, again, yeah. I mean, I don't have anything in the car. I'm not worried they're going to find anything. So they search the car, but this is my favorite part of the story, Sean. They finish searching the car. They come back around, and the police officer says to me, do you have anything you want to tell us about? And all I can think is, this is literally the thought. It's all I can do not to laugh when he said that. Because the first thought that popped into my head was, you just searched my car. You clearly didn't find it. I watched you. You didn't find anything. You think asking me a question, I'm going to tell you? Oh, you know what? The secret spot's right here. You guys didn't know? And I'm going to open it up and show it to him. But all I can think is, now that, you know, 15 years have gone by and I'm more aware of culture and all I can think was, boy, it's a good thing I was a white kid. Because that that could, that that thing could have gone different. Way different. Way different. Way, way different. And that's all I can think about when I I think (laughs) about that stuff is that just the thought never occurred to me. What can go wrong? I was a grown man, just on my hands and knees in the rain. Like I'm not hands and knees with my knees with cuffs around me from finishing a 16 hour shift of working legal, legal. How many times have you been handcuffed in your life? Uh, That was the, that was the first time and the last time I've been handcuffed, but you've been handcuffed. Yeah. You have no criminal record. None. I have never been legitimately handcuffed by a police officer. Yeah, I was caught. It, it, it's not a good feeling. Like when you feel that cold metal on your wrist, and it was like embarrassing because I was feeling like at that time we lived in condos. I was like, I wonder who's who's looking out their windows right now and seeing, and seeing you. And it was it was like bad. And they was like, well, you fit a description. It's in Lonsdale. It's a guy who's like five ten and he has braids. And I'm like, yo, I clearly have a haircut. And I'm like six <laughs> two. Like, do you guys understand measurements? I'm concerned. Five seven's my height. And, and They're what, confusing you for a dude that that yeah, is my height. Yeah. So then, what killed me? They was like, uh, they were like, um, so wh- what are you doing out, sir, at this time of night? 
<laughs> at that time, I didn't care at all. I said, honestly, with all, with all due respect, officer, and, excuse the French, I'm a grown-ass man. Whether I was getting milk or I was at the, you know, the, the, the gentleman's club. It's my business. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not, I'm not, like, I'm not breaking any laws. I'm doing everything with this is in my right to do. So right. that's that's none of your business. And uh, it it ended it ended well. They were frustrated because I was kind of giving them the jaws. But then I talked to a friend of mine who was a cop the next day, and I didn't tell him exactly what happened. I was asking him questions to find out if everything was legit. And he was like, oh, no, there was no, there was no shooting in Lonsdale at all yesterday. I was like, are you sure, man? Because I heard it was one. He was like, dude, if it was a shooting, I would know. Like, I would have known when I woke up this morning that there was a shooting in Lionsdale. Trust me. I said, so there's no way possible that you could have, like, missed out on that. Like, you know, maybe your boys was like, oh, I forgot to tell him. He was like, nah, <laughs> like, there's no shooting. I was like, good, because some of your boys pulled me over, handcuffed me, said I fit a description, blah, blah, blah. He was heated. He's a white guy. He was heated. He was like, that's why people don't trust us. And that's why, you know, stuff goes bad. And that's why, uh, and as hard as I work, and I know him, he's a good stand-up guy, like, I've literally heard a story. I mean, him See, that's, that's, arresting kids who had drugs on them. Talk to him and let him go. He says, because I know this time can probably ruin the rest of your life. Now, if I catch you again, I'm going to throw you away. This. I'm going to throw you away. Don't do that. Some people, man, are just re ready to just, just do their job to the fullest when they, when they decide they want to do their job to the fullest. But, well, Sean, we're going to have to have you back. Because be the one story we haven't told is my favorite Sean Green story What's ever. That? Which is, and this is true about all of us, when we're truly scared, we make a sound. We don't choose the sound we make because the sound happens to us. So you're going to have to tell us that story next time. Is that the time driving story? That's the driving oh, story. All-time favorite oh, story. Stay tuned. He's going to come one. back. He's going to be on again. And Thanks. here's what we're going to do. He's going he's gonna to talk to his boy, Admiral. And oh, yeah. even if not, from, from Bad for Nothings, we want him to just listen to this podcast and let him know that there are many of us here in Tennessee that are watching and hoping and wanting to see him and his boy Grant. And there's somebody else. Kyle Alexander yes. and there's uh, Jordan, Jordan Bone. Jordan. All four of them. That's history for you, too. So we're hoping. We're, we're looking. We're watching. And we are pulling for him. So incredible Definitely. stuff. Sean, thanks for coming man, on, man. Thanks for having me, bro. We'll see you next time, baddies. Peace.